Hello, hello, ladies and gents, federal employees. Welcome back to yet another great episode with myself, your host, Dallin Haas. Today is all about buying back your military time. And if you're on the video, you'll definitely notice I'm going to be sharing my screen here again because this is another ultimate guide. I do lots of little videos about little, little topics of topics where I break it down to, you know, a small little detail. But often I like to do these, what I call the ultimate guides, where if you want to know about a topic, for example, buying back your military time, I want a one-stop shop. I want one article, one video, one podcast that you can get as much information as you possibly can. It's going to be a fire hose about buying back your military time, okay? So hang with me. It's going to be a lot of fantastic stuff here. And again, I've done videos in the past on buying back your military time. This is going to go deeper than I've ever gone before and really try to get you everything that you need to make this decision. Okay. Again, if you're on the podcast, I'm going to be showing some visuals. So definitely check out the video or the article that I have have associated with this in the description below. And it will be a phenomenal help if you are trying to make this decision or in the middle of buying back your military time to know, hey, how much is it going to cost? Does this make sense for me? And what does the process look like? Okay, that's the information we're going to go over today. So without further ado, let's go into the very basics, the high level. What the heck do I, what do, what do I mean when I say buy back your military time? Okay, so let's start with the basics. Basically what it says is, hey, you were in the military before, now you're a federal civilian employee. Okay, and if you pay back what they call a deposit, for that time that you were in the military, then that time can count towards your civilian service, can be a great, great benefit. Because there's, there's two main reasons that you wanna buy back time. Because when your time is increased for your civilian time, two things happen. First, you can potentially retire earlier, right? Because your eligibility to retire is based on how many years you have in your age. So if your number of years increase, then you can retire typically earlier than you would otherwise, okay? The second, of course, is for your pension. Your pension is based on your years of service as well, right? That is part of the pension calculation. So when you have time added to your credible service, then your pension is going to get bigger as well. So you buy back your time, you could retire earlier, and your pension gets bigger. What's not to love about that. And again, in the article that I wrote on this, I'm going to go deep into, okay, this is the eligibility for retirement. This is how you may be able to retire early. This is what your pension might do. But for the purposes of this, I'm going to just go over some of the highlights so that later when you look at the article, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. Now the big question that we all want to know is how much does it cost to buy back the military time? Because we know the benefits. The benefits are great. But what does it cost and what should I know? Okay, so to keep it very, very simple, for FERS federal employees, in general, unless you had service time, military service time between 1990 and 2000, or 1999 and 2000, so during those two years, if you had service time during that, it'll be a little different, but for the most part, it'll be about the same. Basically, you add up all of your basic military pay that you had during your military time, you add all that up, Okay, and you times that by three, and that's what they call your military deposit. Okay, so basically, for example, let's do an example here. Let's say you 
you know, I have a example here on my on my website, but I'm going to keep the numbers super, super simple for the purpose of this video and the podcast. Let's do a quick example. Let's say, hey, you had five years of military time, and during each of those five years, you made exactly $20,000. So if you add that up over the course of the five years, you made $100,000 over the course of the five years in basic pay, okay? So then you times that amount by 3%, okay? And so in that example, 100 grand times 3% is $3,000. So it would cost you $3,000 to buy back your military time in that specific circumstance. Again, look at your basic pay, do the math for you, but that's what it would cost. Now, before you get super excited, hey, that, that's really great, that's, that's not very much, awesome, there's one more thing that you have to know, and that is interest, okay? So basically, there's two elements of what you have to pay back. First is the math that I just gave you of, hey, what is your basic pay times 3%? That's the first element. The second is, if you have taken some time and you haven't bought it back yet, then you may owe interest as well, okay? And the interest, is it changes every year, okay? For example, in the late or mid-80s, the interest rates were actually very high just because in general, interest was very high at that point, right? So interest rates are 11, 13, 9%, very, very high. Now, as a, another comparison, in 2021, the interest rate is something ridiculously low, like 1.75. It's really, really, really low, okay? So basically, every year that you don't pay back your military time, if you delay, then, then you have to pay more based on interest, okay? For example, let's say you owe 10 grand in a military deposit, okay? But you don't pay it back, you wait a year. If the interest rate is 10%, then it's 10 grand times that 10% and that, that adds on to that total that you would have to pay to buy that time back, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Okay, now, how do you buy back your time without having to pay interest, right? Because if we can, that's definitely what we wanna do. We wanna not pay as much interest as we possibly can. Well, and there actually is a way. And the way is, the government has kind of a grace period, as they call it, where during the first two years, the first two years of working at your civilian job, no interest is accruing on this deposit, okay? No interest at all. Now, the first time that interest actually accrues is at the end of the third year. So technically, you actually have three years of a grace period that if you pay your military deposit during that time, the first three years of your civilian career, then you don't owe any interest at all, which is a great perk, okay? Now, for those that just started in your career, that's a great thing to know and definitely go buy you back your military time now. Now, if you haven't bought back your time and it's been some time, maybe you're 15, 20 years into your civilian career, don't worry. Often it still makes a ton of financial sense to still buy it back, but hang with me, we're gonna get there. Now, let's go over the, some of the pros and cons of buying back your military time, okay? So, whenever we're looking at a decision like this, you have to say, okay, what does it cost me and what does it get me and is the cost worth it, okay? So, the first thing that you have to know is, okay, if I bought it back, what would that do to my pension? How much more would I get from my pension every single year because I bought this time back, okay? I have an example here that I'm showing on the YouTube channel, um, but I'll kind of 
walk through it with my voice for the podcast's sake. So, basically, if your high three is $110,000 and you've got 24 years of service, your annual gross pension is going to be about $26,400, okay? But let's say you've got six years of military time that you buy back, okay? You buy that time back. Instead of 24 years of service, you now have 30, okay? So you now have a gross pension of $33,000 a year. So the difference is $6,000 and $600. So $6,600. That is the difference in this one example of buying back six years of military time. Okay, okay, that's great. I love an extra $6,600 a year, but what does that cost? What do I have to pay to make this happen? The example I use here is, let's say, you know, someone's making at the beginning of their military career, let's say about 13 grand, and they, they, their basic pay goes up to about 21,000, but this is back in the 1990s, right? This is before their federal service, so of course their pay was much, much lower. So you add that all up, and during those six years, their basic pay comes out to about $102,000. You times that by three, and the deposit owed is about $3,000, about $3,060. Okay, great. Well, they've already had 24 years of credible service in this, on the civilian side. So there's going to be interest that they have to pay. So let's do some rough math on the interest. Now, the interest rate changes every year. Okay, and it's based on what the treasury sets. It's variable, it changes every year. But let's assume, let's say about 6% over the last 21 years, which is probably a pretty good estimate actually for the last 21 years. Let's say every year after their grace period, they owe 6% on that initial $3,000 deposit. What are they looking at 21 years later or 24 years later? Okay, that means their original $3,000 deposit is now close to about $10,000, $10,000 and 400. 10,400, that's what it comes out to, okay? So to buy back that those six years of military time, in this example, they'd have to pay, pay back $10,000 to do that. Now, is that worth it? Well, what we already went through is, hey, they get an extra $6,600 every single year for the rest of their life in their pension if they pay back the $10,000 now. So they would earn back everything they paid within two years of retiring. Now, these numbers are actually pretty average, right? I tried to make this example as realistic as possible, and these are actually pretty darn realistic numbers. Some people will have better looking numbers, and some people have worse looking numbers, where maybe it takes a, a little longer to earn back everything you paid, or maybe it takes a little less, right? So run your numbers, but let me tell you this. In general, I have worked with lots and lots of people, and I have ran lots of different numbers on buying back military time. And I have never seen a situation where it doesn't make sense to buy back their military time. It is almost always made a ton of sense where they earn all their money back very quickly and they earn, it's an incredible investment. For whatever they pay in, they get tremendously more out, okay? But again, could there be exceptions? Of course, there, there always is, so run your numbers. Make sure you understand for you what is going on. Now, before I move forward, I want to say there's one exception to what I just said, okay? The one time where it probably doesn't actually make sense to buy back your time is when you already have a military retirement. So if you're getting a monthly check right now for the military time, maybe you did it 20 years or however much time you needed to get a military 
pension. If you were already drawing a military pension, then you want to think twice about buying it back because how it works is you certainly can buy that time back, but once you retire from federal service, you have to waive your military retirement. Now, your civilian pension will be a lot bigger, which is great news, but you do have to waive your military retirement. You can't do both. You can't double dip, okay? You can't have the same military time count for both, okay? It has to be one or the other. So, something to think about, and honestly, I've ran these numbers a bunch of times, and most often, most often it does not make sense to buy back your military time if you are already drawing your military retirement. But with that being said, I've actually talked with a number of people that have done this and it made a bunch of sense for them. Now, with that being said, I want to mention that one reason why you may not want to buy back a military retirement is because the cost of living adjustments or the little extra you get every single year in retirement is actually more generous for a, a military retirement than it is for your first pension, okay? The first pension doesn't grow as fast over time as a military retirement. So if you ran the numbers and actually buying it back makes a little sense, well, over time, the military retirement that you would have had would have actually grown and outgrown how fast your first pension is going. So something to think about, okay? Something to think about because retirement's a long time right? We want to look down, okay, if I live for 20, 30 years, which you most likely will into retirement, what does that do to my decision now? Okay. Perfect. Next. The next question is, hey, I think I want to buy back my military time and how do I do that? What is the process of buying back your military time? So the process may look a little different depending on your HR, on your payroll, on a number of things, on, on of course, the branch that you Um, had your military time with, but this is the general outline, okay? I'll do a quick summary, where basically, you have to get a official document about your military time. And sometimes people have documents like pay stubs and things like that that could do a great job, but often there's a form that's called Form RI-2097, and this form you often send out to the appropriate military branch and they will send an official document showing your earnings, your service time, and everything that you had during your military time. That is generally the first step. Now, then you work with your HR, you fill out the application, and they give you an estimate of what it's gonna cost to buy back this time. And if everything's good to go, then they send that estimate over to the your payroll processor that runs your payroll, and they're gonna give you a official number that says, hey, you pay this back, then you buy all your time back. And then you have a couple options. You could say, hey, I'm gonna pay a lump sum. I'm just gonna pay it all at once. Or you can actually pay it from your paycheck over time, right? That is something that you definitely can consider. And for many people, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of ease the burden of paying that back over time. Now, if you're close to retirement, one thing to know is that you have to have this bought back before you leave the government service. You cannot buy this back into retirement. You have to do it before you retire. So if you're retiring soon, quickly do a lump sum, get that bought back because it can make a huge, huge difference in what your pension is and how early you can retire. It can make a huge difference. Again, run your own numbers, but in general, it often makes incredible sense to do this. Now, 
Last few things, there's a few common questions that I get all the time on this, and there's a short, quick answer for all of them. First, well, I just answered, can I buy back military time after retirement? I just addressed that. You cannot. You have to do it while you're an active civilian employee. Okay, next. Does bought back military time count for the first supplement? And the answer is no. It generally does not. Okay, so if you've seen my videos on the first supplement, you know that credible service of civilian time is part of the formula to calculate the first supplement. But one nuance is that that formula for the first supplement does not include bought back military time. Something to know. Okay. Next, can I buy back my reserve or National Guard time? Okay. This is a great question. can make a huge difference. And the answer is yes. Any active duty reservist or National Guard time, you can actually buy back. You could buy that time back and you can actually double dip on this one. This is the one time you can double dip when it comes to buying back time. Because the time that you buy back that's active duty for the National Guard or reservist can count towards, of course, your federal pension, your civilian pension, if you buy it back, pay the deposit. But it can also count towards your reserve or National Guard retirement that kicks in later, right? So you can actually double dip to have that time count for both if you do it right, okay? Next, can I buy back my military academy time? Many folks that were in the military started out in a military academy, okay? Whether that's the Air Force Academy, Naval Academy, whatever it is, there's lots of academies out there. And the, qu the answer is yes, you definitely can buy this time back and it can count towards retirement. Now. It's actually really, really cool because during your academy time, you basically earn zero. You make very, very little money. You get a, a small stipend, but you basically have a very, very small basic pay. So the amount of money that's going to cost you to buy this time back is going to be very small. And the amount of money that you're going to get in your pension by buying this time back can be incredibly large, okay? So if you have academy time, please buy it back, okay? <laughs> Again, run your own numbers, make sure it makes sense for you, but in most cases, it can make a big, big difference. So that is it for today. I know this is a lot. Hopefully this all makes sense. Have a great rest of your day. If you have any follow-up questions, there's a link in the description below where you can submit questions to me, and I'll definitely try to address as many as I possibly can, and I'll see you guys next time.